This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the first post-game podcast since January the 3rd, 2019 that we will be reacting to a Premier League defeat for Liverpool. Yes, the Reds went down firm and square 3-0 at Watford this evening to see their 44-match unbeaten league run come to an end. It has to be placed in context. Jurgen Klopp's side have been nothing short of magnificent this season and it's only a matter of time before they get their hands on the title. But there's no getting away from it. It was a very bad night at the office. And that much is underlined with the views from the press box, the dugout and the stands that you're allowed to hear, starting with the verdict of our Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst, and then followed by Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full. Liverpool have suffered just their second Premier League defeat in 66 games, with a chastening 3-0 defeat here at Vicarage Road, as Rothford, the team who was struggling for Premier League survival, ran amok. Um, it sounds strange to say, Liverpool deservedly beaten. Um, we haven't said that at all for a long while. Liverpool's, as I say, just their second defeat in 66 games. Their first since a 2-1 defeat at Manchester City nearly 14 months ago now. But they got exactly what, what, uh, what they deserved here today. Uh, two of man performances uh, dipped alarmingly. Um, Dejan Lovren come in um, alongside Virgil van Dijk. And uh, it was a night to forget for the uh, Croatian defender. How many more chances he'll get before his Liverpool career is over? Um, we, we shall see. It could be a difficult summer for him. Um, Bezer van Dijk, he wasn't anywhere near his best. Andy Robertson, Trent Alexander-Arnold. As I say, two man, it really was uh, deeply disappointing and desperate for Liverpool here in Hertfordshire. Um, so where do Liverpool go from here? They're still 12 points away from a first Premier League title, a first title in 30 years. They will surely uh, pick up those points between now and May the 17th. But this was just uh, more than a gentle reminder that this league is not over yet. They will have to show up and perform and they desperately missed their captain Jordan Henderson this evening um, Klopp will no doubt tell his players um, give it down the banks nothing less than they deserve it really was a, a night to forget um, we wondered what might beat this Liverpool team as they marched towards an unassailable lead at the top of the Premier League and it turns out it was just an ordinary performance from themselves against a team who was scrapping for survival themselves uh, Liverpool will go on uh, they play Bournemouth next week at home you'd fancy them to bounce back from that uh, at home to Eddie Howe's team and take it to within nine points of that league title but uh, there are not many positives to salvage from this one Watford 3 Liverpool 0 Are you surprised by the performance today rather than the results or both? I'm not surprised by the performance because that would mean I'm, I never saw something like that before I saw it a lot of times and um, so what I can say and so, I think um, three nil is a bit harsh, but we, we had a big hand in that. So we don't have to think about that. We, we have to start with the most important thing. Congratulations, Watford, well deserved. That's how it should what should be the headline. Um, and we didn't perform like we like we should have, and Watford performed exactly like they wanted. First half, uh, we had. How oh, can I explain that? Those little football things they, they didn't they didn't work out for us, like um, from where we wanted to cross, from where we wanted to pass, when we wanted to play the balls in behind, when we used the runs, when we used our offers and when we didn't. So things we usually do naturally right. Um, we didn't didn't do that right tonight. So that makes it uh, a game already pretty tense where you think, oof, that's not an easy one today. I knew it before, it's not easy, but then you really feel it. Um, 
we spoke about the football things in half time and um, and I really liked the start in the second half. The reaction was good, exactly like it should be. Now positioning was different. Uh, we mixed or we mixed it on the wing a little bit more, mix it up a little bit more. Um, and then we conceded the first goal. Not long after that we conceded the second one. Both goals obviously completely different. One is a throw-in. Bouncing ball, Troy uses body, I think, again um, in that situation, so we can't defend that ball. Um, second one, ah, yeah, <laughs> we lose the ball, they pass the ball, and um, Sar is on his bike and um, scores a really nice one. And the third one, we, we gave pretty much away by ourselves, but in the end, it was still a nice finish by Troy Dini. So that's it. Um, we had not enough chances. We didn't create enough, um, and that's what you what leads then to a defeat. That's how football is, and it had nothing to do with the games you won before. Had nothing to do with the games you will win. Um, it's just this one football game. And for tonight, we have to admit admit that Watford um, was the better team. Holly, yeah, yeah obviously in the in the media we we talk a lot about unbeaten season and 49 games and that kind of thing. The, the fact that that's not going to happen now. Matter to you at all? Not really, because I don't think you can break records because you want to break records. You break records because you are 100% focused on each step you have to do. Whatever record it is, is this a marathon or whatever, um, it, uh, um, we. And for that, you have to perform, and we put the boys performed. That's why we won the game so often. But tonight, we were not good enough, and we cannot. That's not now a plus for me that I think uh, in history, when I look back in 500 years, and will say, yeah, and then Liverpool nearly did it. Nearly. It's not. That's not my main concern. It's you cannot change that, and it was always clear at one point. And any time we will lose a game, sometime we lose a game, and. We didn't wait for it, to be honest, but um, it was clear that it will happen, so we didn't think about it and still knew it will happen and tonight it happened and now um, I, I see it rather positive because the, the closer you come to these records, I'm not bothered, but I'm not sure how other people think about that, so from now on we can play free football again, we don't have to defend or, or try to get a record, we just can try to win football games again and that's what we will do. Simon, then Steve on the front. Sorry for the noise outside. You said you said that um, tonight you weren't doing things naturally, the things that you normally do. It's been a grueling season. Do you think tiredness is, is coming into that a little bit? Was that is that been a factor? No, no, nothing with tiredness. All teams have the same. Do you ask for tiredness, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No. So, so, so why were the things that you? It's normally, well, it's normal in football. You, 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 your shape is not something what you can take for granted. Form is not something you can take for granted. Other team, why do we have the amount of uh, points? Because we fought against each little feeling in the body when it was like this or like that. Maybe when concentration level looked like it will drop, we fought against that, against fortunes, against everything, and that's why we have the amount of points. And so when other teams do the same, but cannot in this season couldn't get the same amount of points. So that's why, because it's so difficult. It's not easy to explain why it exactly tonight it didn't happen for us, but it should not be now the biggest sensation in world football that it happens. We play only against teams. They fight with all they have for their own targets. And now Watford was the first team who, who could really use that. For me, the big, if you ask me if, my, if, this, if what was the biggest surprise, the performance or the result, the biggest surprise for me is that Watford fights for staying in the league. 
So and um, that that's incredible with the quality and stuff like this. Not that I want to make put pressure now on them, but the other teams as well. You play West Ham when we played there, we were clear better. The the home game, wow, new players in whatever, and it looks different because now is the moment where everybody's fighting like crazy, and uh, we fight already the whole season like crazy. And tonight we lost that battle. Yeah, what can I say now that it's that it's uh, not acceptable or what? Um, we are not. We don't think it's not so important because we won so many games, and but we don't think as well. Um, it's the biggest catastrophe in, in the world of football. We feel the defeat really. It's absolutely exactly opposite of what we wanted to have. We have to feel that, and now we have the chance to to show a reaction again. And it's what we will do, and whatever you will do with it. Do it. I heard it already because it's not the first interview I give. Obviously, it's number 10 pretty much that some people saw it coming. Ask me if I saw it coming. No, because only because the last game was not the most convincing in our career together. That doesn't mean that the next one has to be the same. You can always change things. That's how it is. If you win a game 5-0, the next one doesn't mean that you win it 5-0 will win it 5-0 again or it will be an easy one just because you have a bit more confidence. So we fought and played the game game by game so far and that will will continue. That the series is over or whatever, a record is not po- or some records are not possible anymore. It's not that we wanted that, but it's not my not really my concern. Okay, Steve and then we'll finish over there. Okay. Yeah, then, um, I would imagine, I know you're very demanding of your team and your players, I would imagine it's quite hard to criticise them really after no. the, you will still criticise them. You? We criticise them all the time. We criticise after the United game, after Leicester game, after Man City game. It's complete criticism. Criticism is not somebody telling you how too silly to play football. Criticism is to tell somebody what, what went wrong. So And that's what we do constantly and we will not change that now because of that. I, I know maybe a little bit in which direction your question goes, but um, how is that? We win a game and after the game the boys get immediately kind of a five-minute summary of what I have already or still in my mind about the game. Nobody, everybody can then um, leave the, the dressing room straight because I'm not, I'm not shouting at them or stuff like this. I didn't do it today, I didn't do it after other games, but criticism can happen all the time. We never stopped being critical with ourselves. Final question, gentlemen. Based on what you said about how good Watford was tonight, West Ham were well tonight, does that now put into perspective? Norwich as well, by the way, sorry. How good this 44 game run has been to the Yeah. Look, I, I'm not celebrating a 44. I wouldn't, I don't know the number. I think you said 49, you said 44, and I couldn't say who's right because I just don't know it. I, I'm not interested. What I really, what I really. Um, but I know that things like this are really difficult because the boys have to to beat everything. Each little pain, each big pain, each inner voice, each voice from outside, stuff like this. So many the influence from everywhere. You cannot lose it anymore. You cannot win it anymore. You cannot do all that stuff. That's why it's the world. So we have to. You have to stay on track. And yet, what the boys did so far is exceptional. But it's not over. That's the only thing I'm interested. In. It's not over. We will. We will. Go again, promise, 100%, and then we will see where it leads us to. We didn't expect the, 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 the number of games we won, but we are not that surprised that it's possible because the boys showed last year already a pretty uh, impressive season. So, But it was never easy, will never be easy. Um, so you now let's carry on.
podcast on the Blood Red channel. Now it's time to hear from four of our regular post-game fan callers. But before I introduce them, I just want to say thanks for joining me and to check out Sunday's podcast with Ronnie Rosenthal, who played a late but crucial role the last time Liverpool won the league in 1990. But now it's time to hand you over to Ross Strachan, Mark Baker, Owen Thomas and Matt Whitty. So Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Watford v Liverpool game. First defeat of the season, very strange feeling. But nothing more than Watford deserved. I thought they were absolutely brilliant what for today. Every department give Liverpool no space. The front three for Liverpool were non-existent today. And, you know, Watford deserve deserve all the credit today. Brilliant 3-0 victory. And it's almost, it's almost as a Liverpool fan, it's all, I feel almost relieved now that this, you know, this silly unbeaten season, things out the way, It's absolutely irrelevant to any Liverpool fan. Believe me, the unbeaten season means nothing. We are going to be the league, Premier League champions. So to be undefeated in the season, the Invincibles and all that, it's a nonsense. It's an absolute nonsense. And I hope this is a bit of a wake-up call, you know, just to the players and that, because, yeah, they haven't played well the last few games, you know. They were very lucky against West Ham, you know, not, didn't play well against Atletico and... Yeah, they've not played well, but we're absolutely confusing the league. There's there's not going to be any negativity for me tonight, believe me. It's all positive. It's all joyous. We're going to be the Premier League champions. We need 12 points, you know what I mean? Think about that, boys. Think about that, 12 points. And we're Premier League champions. You know, Watford deserved it tonight. They were brilliant. Liverpool didn't turn up, but we'll go again. We'll win the league in a matter of you know in a matter of games. Let's let's not kid ourselves. We've missed we've missed Jordan Henderson the last couple of games. This injury you know been a bit been a real big loss. You can see the importance of Jordan Henderson now for this Liverpool side, and he he, ticks, he keeps everything ticking over from the front to the back. It's everything about Jordan Henderson's class, and we've missed him. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. We've missed we've missed him. Um. You know, yeah, we've not got the result tonight, but like I say, there's no, there's no worries on, on, there's no worries over here. We're we're all happy. We'll go again. I just hope you know FA Cup is it Tuesday night. I hope you know. I'm pretty sure, surely, Klopp's gonna play. You know, a strongest side. We 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 could do even you know, a decent result. I think it'd be a bit of a mistake to play all the kids. You know, yeah, play a few of them, but. We need the result now, Tuesday night. Let's go and get that result. Let's push ourselves on that FA Cup, and then it's Bournemouth on the you know next weekend. Don't see any problems there, and it's you know it's twelve points. It's twelve points needed, no matter what City do. Twelve points, and there's so many games to play. A little bit disappointed what's happened tonight, but I'll drink a beer and we'll go again. Come on, Liverpool! Mark Baker reflecting on Liverpool's trip to Wofford in the Premier League. A fully deserved defeat for Liverpool. I thought they were beaten by a better side. Who adopted a similar game plan to which Atletico Madrid did. And Liverpool, I feel, have been, been below par for a number of weeks now. And it's a result that I, fe- I felt was coming. And throughout the season, I felt it's coming as well. As great as Liverpool have been and now... How brilliant they have been in amassing the amount of points total and the mentality they've shown in games. There's no question in my mind that Liverpool, 
in certain games this season have got what I'd call lucky victories. So there's two kinds of victories. There's the lucky victories and there's the, I suppose, controlled victories in which you don't really look like losing the fixture but then go on to win through a moment of quality in your final third. There's also, though, been them lucky victories in which Liverpool have relied on opposition missing chances or opposition mistakes to enable them to get results. So I always believed there was going to be a point when it had come. But And to be fair, every Liverpool player was below par in their performance today as a collective. And it shouldn't take away, I think, as well, because the like any defeat in the modern era, there'll always be a lot of hysteria around it. Obviously, Liverpool have been beaten 3-0 by a team in the lower end of the Premier League table. But what Liverpool have achieved this season has been nothing short of magnificence. And that shouldn't be lost in the context. But it's, and, and also, as well, in terms of one of Liverpool's great strengths has been being a team unit, both with and without the ball. But I must say, as much as I believe all of that, I cannot go today without mentioning the performance of Tejan Lovren and again an asterisk around that because obviously he's been out for a long time I've never believed and I've stated it many times on these kind of podcasts that he's been good enough to play for Liverpool I think his career his body of work playing for Liverpool has shown that but I felt it made such a difference as bad as Liverpool were collectively I felt it meant such a difference having him in the in the back four and Troy Deeney was just pulling on to the player every single time, identifying a weakness in, in which Liverpool's side. I've mentioned before with, with Lovren, the trouble you get with him is that he wants to engage with the opposition attackers too early. He's, in, he's impetuous, he's rash. And we've seen all of them things today. The other thing about him is, in a physical battle, he can often be out-muscled by some of the stronger players in the Premier League and, and such as his mentality to try and grapple and, and win the ball early, be a front foot defender, it can cause you all kinds of problems and it was no more evident today. And I'm not just talking about, I mean, I thought he had a hand in, in absolutely all the goals. I mean, the first one, nowhere near good enough in terms of the way he's letting the ball bounce and being physically dominated by Dini inside the penalty area. I thought the second one, as flat-footed as Van Dijk was, if you've got Gomez next to him in a covering position, I'm pretty sure that that gets swept away and, and the danger's averted. But I have mentioned before that the problem you get with Lovren is he hasn't got that recovery pace, he hasn't got the ex- acceleration, the athleticism. And when you are Liverpool and you play very high up that, that end of the pitch and any good side does, then you are always vulnerable in a foot race. And that was shown again. The third goal, again, gets into a wrestling match with Dini, is unable to win the ball cleanly from the header. And obviously a lot goes on after that. But I felt that having such a, a weakness that the opposition can exploit, especially with their game plan of playing long very early, meant it gives them a G up before kickoff. And I, I don't blame the player However, because the player for me is too far into his Liverpool career, it's been shown he's not at the required level. And if he keeps getting played, the manager has to take the fall for that because in every aspect, he is below the level required. And it's a big drop-off in performance. And obviously, the manager sees players every single day. And for me, Joel Matip was outstanding at the back end of last season. Okay. Came back and looked a bit ring rusty, but in terms of all the things I talked about, in terms of athleticism, in terms of ability in the air, I think he's got the highest percentage of winning headers 
against direct opponents in the Premier League. And calmness, decision-making. He is a superior defender to Lovren. So I'd really question that. Obviously, with the aspects around it, that the manager sees them in, in training on a daily basis. So Liverpool, again, on the offensive side, struggle to create chances. We know about this. I think for Liverpool to move forward, they need a better creative player in midfield, which I've talked about on unseen occasions. Liverpool's playmaker is very often winning the ball high, turning the ball over with the position of the players in the attacking half and suffocating the opposition and then quick counter-attacks. They weren't allowed to do that today because Watford's game plan, quite rightly, was to avert that situation by going longer earlier, playing on the fact that they could get <coughs> joy out of Lovren both in the wide areas if he got dragged out or physically under the long ball. And it meant that Liverpool weren't afforded the opportunity to win the ball higher and turn it over. And then, of course, as we know, Liverpool are forced with creating things from the middle of the park and from deeper positions. And they really struggled tonight. But I always believe that as much as play, people have criticised Liverpool's performance tonight, and don't get me wrong, it was, it was the worst performance of the season. There's been other games this season which Liverpool have been fortunate to come out with. And the result doesn't always cloud over the performances. So I always take the broader picture. So the idea that it was a standalone and that we couldn't have seen this coming, well, for me, I, I go against that and I feel there's been moments in games which Liverpool have been fortunate um, to come through. So disappointing, the big standalone for me is if you are competing at the elite level and you have a glaring weakness or offer the opposition a glaring weakness by your team selection and a player that is under the level, you will get punished. That added to the collective poor performances just means that it was always going to be a negative outcome. Disappointing day, but the bigger picture is Liverpool have been fantastic, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too much criticism. Just the learning came in terms of selection for me. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Wow, that's a strange feeling, isn't it? I mean, there we are. Watford 3, Liverpool nil. The greatest shock since that time when, as a child... I stuck a screwdriver into a light fitting, a live light fitting, just to see what happened. Uh, that was a terrible idea, of course. Don't try it at home. But at least I tried something. I tried to do something creative. I didn't know what would happen, so I just tried it. Unlike most of our players today who were bereft of ideas. But having said that, well done to the Hornets. Well done to them, Troy Deeney and his crew. They outfought us, they outthought us, and indeed they outplayed us. Our attack being as blunt as a headbutt, our midfield as unimaginative as a punch to the guts, and a defence as bad as a kick to the dangly bits. If Liverpool are to win the league, and it's still an if at this stage, of course, we will need to play much better with standards much higher. We were too predictable today. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat from shouting at our defence. We were too predictable today and too often we didn't commit their players before making a pass, you know. So, you know, the, the ball, we worked the ball out to the right and we were playing these square passes, but Watford were just standing there. They didn't have to even move. Um, we had opportunities in the first half when they were playing just a few yards forward 
from the 18-yard box. They did just a few steps forward and we had a chance and we tried on about five or six occasions to play a nice ball over the top or, you know, through those lines and behind them. But, uh, you know, in the second half that after they scored that that uh, that that avenue no longer existed and we didn't have enough uh, gusto enough imagination as i said before to try and i don't know dribble round them or d- drive through them even there were no one twos there were no particularly clever play committing them and the stats bear out this assessment i mean they had 14 shots five on target uh, we had seven shots with one on target. Our passing accuracy was 84%, but only because they weren't even challenging us as we passed it around the back. And there was that one time where Lovren just kicked it out for a throw-in because he wasn't on the same wavelength as Trent under no pressure at all. And when the pressure was on, when we did have to defend, we were static, absolutely static. Um, And uh, that's all three goals were... Poor concentration for us, very poor concentration, and there's no need to mark the grass when you've got an attacker near you or a midfielder making a run. Follow the run, stop them. It's not too hard, is it? I don't know. I don't want to criticise this team too much, of course, because they are the Rocket Reds, the Relentless Reds, uh, the, the, the Tenacious Reds, and I'm sure we will come back from this and Jürgen will have us singing and rocking and bouncing before long. Uh, and uh, this is Owen Thomas uh, from Cop On Podcast saying, well, they must have put something in the coconut water. As a Watford supporting mate of mine, text me if coronavirus doesn't get you, SARS will. And yeah, that was uh, just, just, yeah, just, re- just really, really poor. It's uh, it's difficult to pull out any any positives really, because because uh, let's be let's be honest, there there weren't really. I thought uh, Allison wasn't. I didn't really think he was at fault for any of the goals, but he spilled one with Deeney. I thought the fullbacks really, really struggled. Uh, Robbo got forward a fair bit, but Watford were just brilliant at cutting out any of the any of the crosses. Trent had uh, didn't have didn't have the best game at all. He was uh, he was caught out once or twice um, and just couldn't uh, couldn't uh, couldn't make an impact going forwards either. And I thought Van Dijk was below his below his best, and Lovren had complete nightmare you've got to have a little bit of sympathy for a player that's just coming back into the game after not having played much and if this was a player that was one of our top performers week in week out he'd 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 have a lot of slack but but even with that this was this was really poor I thought positionally there were a couple of times where he was completely caught out there was once in the first half where he was really tight to Deeney and tried to nick it in front of him got turned and then all of a sudden Van Dijk's got the deepest Van Dyke's the deepest man, and there's no, there's no one there. That, you know that Watford are breaking on us. I just thought all game really. Lovren was obsessed with the battle with with Deeney, and I think Deeney must have been must have been loving it really because he won a lot of the headers himself anyway outright in a lot of his in a lot of his duels, and and when he didn't, Lovren would either foul him or the ball. Deeney wouldn't even bother to chase the ball; it either went past him, and that that happened for the goal. So yeah, it was just 
yeah, I, I just thought it was a below par performance from from Lovren. It was really poor, and and actually, it's it's if he was a twenty one year old defender, you'd be saying that's that's inexperienced. But it's it's not inexperienced. He's a he's a very experienced player. He's played in a World Cup final. He's played in the European Cup final, and he's thirty years of age. And yeah, even even coming back with injury, uh, coming back from injury, it was it was a poor, poor, poor performance. Um, obviously, Deeney played played really well. I thought the midfield just couldn't get a hold of the game. Watford's shape dropping, dropping deep, playing sort of a four five one or six three one at times, caused us loads of problems. I thought they were they were really deep, which made it difficult for for us to get the ball out wide or to find gaps for either Mane or Salah to run into or on the overlap for, for Robbo or Trent to get in with any, any kind of space to get across in. But the the, uh, the 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 downside of a team playing like that is that they get pushed in and you do get large amounts of possession, usually around their their 18-yard box, but we didn't really do that and I thought their midfield did really well to sort of prevent us having long periods of possession where we can sort of find that killer pass, um, and every time we tried that killer pass, it sort of went out for a for a goal kick. I started I lost count really of the number of balls we tried over the top that just went straight out of play. It's uh, it was it was really poor. And the the front three, I thought Bobby started pretty well um, through the middle in the first ten minutes, but then barely had a barely had a touch really for the for the rest of the game. Uh, Minamino came on, uh, couldn't make couldn't make an impact, and still. Very much finding his way. Um, no, uh, no, no alarm bells really with uh, with Minamino at this stage in his career. It's very early, and a lot of our players that are um, first choice on the team had had slow starts. But he's he's definitely fitting into the the slow start category, I'd say at the moment. And Salah and Mane uh, really struggled. Uh, Salah had a reasonably bright first half and was was involved but 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 nothing quite came off uh, sort of a half chance on his right foot that hit the side netting Mane probably had his his worst game I can I can remember from him really which which says it all really given that he's he's probably been our best player for the season so there there we have it um the the unbeatable record there the invincible record or the chance to to uh, to go through the league season unbeaten has gone Obviously, I'm disappointed by that, but that was that's never been the focus for for this season. The focus has been on can we win the league, and yes, we are going to win the league. It's not going to be unbeaten, but who cares? You know, that's it's it's been a monkey, a monkey on our back for for a long time now, and let's get this thing done, and we'll enjoy it, and we won't think about this too much in the future. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.